Carrie Willingham. Welcome back to the Bossy Beauty Podcast, y'all. I got something special today. Today, I am interviewing someone who's pretty darn stinking fabulous, and I say that because she's my sister, and it's Siblings Day, so it's a perfect day to be um, interviewing her. I didn't even realize I was doing that on that day until a while ago. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Uh, see? The universe does align sometimes, doesn't it? So, yeah, y'all, I'm interviewing my sister, Luann Johnson. She is, for those of you that don't know her, she is, um, she is the younger one. People ask us all the time, and I always have to fess up. It's her. She's the younger one, she's the smarter one, she's the prettier one. I just get to be the older, wiser one, right? Okay, cool. So she is um, a fabulous business owner. She's like a, a mega business owner. Her and her husband, Cody, have built this huge empire under the main label, Twisted J. For those of you local to our area, I know you've heard of her. But for those of you that haven't, you're going to hear of her now, and you'll probably hear more about them in the future because their giant mega empire just continues to grow. So, I want to welcome my fabulous sister, Luann Johnson, to the Bossy Beauty Podcast. Hey, guys. Well, that was a pretty big buildup. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. I don't know if I can live up to all that. Oh, that's all right. They'll, they'll figure it out soon. So, yeah, you know, Luann and I, we're so funny. We grew up together, and, and when we were going all through, um, we fought like cats and dogs when we were younger. And then when we got older, we became really, really good friends. And so, I don't know, maybe that's the way most siblings do their story. I don't know. But Luann and I, we grew up on the back of, of two horses, and more than two, really. But that's how we started. We started with Painty and Skippy. The, the best ones ever. Yes, best horses ever. Yeah, and so, and it kind of grew from there because, um, I don't know, most people probably don't know, mom and dad met at the rodeo, so it just kind of was instilled in me and Luann in our blood, and I have so many stories. We were talking about what we were going to visit about on this podcast, and I said, oh, let's tell, let's tell some funny stories of when you and I would go do stuff, and like, for instance, um, one time when Luann and I were at... Um, we were at a fraternity. It was at a fraternity, and I ran my horse, and I didn't have a very good time, shocker, when I was running barrels. And um, I come out, and I was wearing one of those, you know, those back in the day, those silk shirts that were so popular, and a lot of barrel racers wore them. Well, I come out, and I told her, I said, you know, I was really afraid that that flapping of my shirt was going to scare my horse, because he was only four, you know, he's young. And Luann looked at me, and she said, if you're, if you can hear your shirt flapping, you are going too slow. <laughs> well, I couldn't really argue because my time wasn't very good. <laughs> but that's the kind of mentality I had to go up against because everywhere we went, we went together, right? And so my toughest hauling partner was always in the trailer with me, always. Because, you know, if you got to ride, um, I can remember, if you got to ride a Luann Johnson horse, you're riding a pretty good trained horse. I rode several of hers and they, they really were really, really good and um, tell them that story you were telling me about the Cindy Smith thing. Tell them about that. Oh, gosh. This was, um, I guess I was in college by that time. And I don't know where you were, why you weren't with me this time. But I, I went to a couple of rodeos with um, Cindy Smith and, and Marion Graham. And we hauled together. And Cindy is a little bit older than me. But she, you know, she's a pretty fierce competitor herself. And and uh, so this is really the first time that I'd hauled with anybody other than you. And, um so I didn't, wasn't real sure how this was going to go, but um, there we were, and we, we drew up in the slack, and, and I remember seeing the draw, and I was last to run, and I was real excited, and, and Cindy said to me, why are you so excited about getting to run last? And I said, because this way I get to watch everybody else and see what they do, and I know exactly how fast I need to go. And she gave me the worst look in the world, and she said, you need to just ride your horse and not worry about what everybody else does. <laughs> 
And I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> duly noted. <laughs> yeah, well, see, see, that's why you were always so tough on me, I guess, because it was long about that time when we were going to some pro rodeos, and we go, I don't even remember where we are, somewhere in Texas, because it's always woofy down here, and we pull up some rodeo, and I'm looking around, and I'm going, oh, crap, man, I'm super intimidated by all these really good, um, some of them really super well-known barrel racers that are there, and so I'm, I'm super intimidated, and I'm telling the man, oh, this person's here, and this person's here, and she just, again, gives me that look, and says, you know, I'm over here freaking out, and she goes, good, now we can really get down to some good competition, you know, she was like thrilled to have the competition, and I was like going, oh my gosh, I think I'll just hide in the trailer when they call my name, so that, that was kind of what I was dealing with the entire time that we were hauling together, was she was the tough one who just got in there and really mixed it up, she's really, really competitive, for those of you that don't, that don't know her, maybe some of y'all that do know her don't realize, she's pretty dang competitive, I mean, and you know, remember when we were in college, Luann, and um, you know, like I was saying, we grew up on the backs of horses, but we did not have a silver spoon. Like daddy was a, yeah, daddy was a dairyman. And, and so we didn't have a lot of money, but I don't know about what you thought, but I thought when we were in grade school, I thought we were rich. I mean, we always had everything we needed. Yeah. But there was something that we just really, really were dying to have. They found a way to get it for us. Yeah. And I always thought, I always felt like we were rich compared to the kids we went to school with because we had the horses. Yeah. They didn't have horses. And then when we got a trampoline, oh, oh my gosh. gosh, we were super rich then. Like, remember that? <laughs> that was another thing. Y'all should ask my sister to show you her backflips on the trampoline. Oh. Yeah, she's really good at that, too. So, anyway, she's better at that. Me, too, y'all. I don't know. What, what's the deal? Uh -huh. um, anyhow, uh, when we were in college, so we thought that we were just, you know, we were doing great. And remember, this one guy comes up to us, and he was one of our college rodeo friends, and he was made, telling some story, and he said, it's kind of like y'all's crappy old blue trailer. And I... We're like, what? I looked what at the van. Our trailer's not crappy. And, and she looked at me, and I'm like, did you ever think our trailer was crappy? And y'all, it was probably at least 20 years old. At, oh, at least. Probably, yeah. Probably older than I mean, that. like. And it like, rattled. It was so loud. It, it rattled really bad. And when we went down the, the, the highway, like, certain doors would come open, open as we were going. Like, you just had to be ready because sometimes you always watch the review because the doors will come open. Yeah. Oh, and remember that time that we um, caught on fire? I do, and the guy put it out with a beer. Yeah, he put it out with the beer, and that was actually our second fire because yeah. the first time we didn't have the beer guy in the truck, did, or was it the second one? One of them that burned was up. The second one, yeah. we just let it burn. Yeah, yeah. we let the we learned from the beer episode <laughs> that you let the truck burn. So we just like with our first mode. Yeah, the first thing you do when the truck is on fire for anybody who needs to know is you take your purse and throw it as in far as you can in the bardage. Yeah, and then you go get the horses out yes. and the saddles if you can get them. Yes, and you let it burn. So. <laughs> So anyway, good times. So anyway, and let me just I, let me transition and tell y'all a little bit about my sister and and where she came from and how she got here. You know, you know about the whole rodeo thing. And, and was it before or after college when you used to write those articles? Was it during college? It was during college. Yeah, during college. She she took this little side job to make some money and she wrote little articles for our little trading post paper. And you know she was pretty good at it. She's a good writer, and uh, so she she was pretty good at it. And she's so smart. She tr she came up with this way, y'all, to remember people's names. She would she would. Why don't you tell them? Because you tell it better than me. Well, I'm not very good with with names and faces and remembering stuff like that. So I would be making my notes, you know, on the they'd be telling me about their business, and at the very end I would say, "Would you spell your name for me, just so yeah, I smart write or whatever?" Because I, by that time I'd already forgotten what they said. Their oh, name sure, was. yeah. And so they'd spell it for me, and I'd write it down, and I think. Oh, Perfect. No, well, it worked really good until one day I was interviewing somebody and he told me his name and I don't remember what it was. But at the end I said, okay, now could you spell your name for me? And he was like, S-M-I-T-H. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay. Yeah, I thought maybe that was with a Y. I just wanted to be sure. Yeah, just double checking. Yeah, the first time Luann told me that story, I was like guffawing on the ground because I thought that was so funny. So literally, my sister came from doing that particular type of work to this what I, I have termed the new word megalopolis that she has now. Tell, tell them, like, give them an idea. How many different businesses do y'all have under this Twisted J umbrella? Because I don't know how many y'all have. Okay, well, we have the ranch, which kind of takes in, uh, we, we have two barrel racing studs that we stand to the public and then raise our own uh, horses as well. We also raise Coriani cattle, so that's all under the ranch umbrella. And then we have um, Twisted J Apparel, which also takes in Twisted J Boutique and Twisted J Custom, which is custom apparel for, you know, screen printing and embroidery and all that. And then we have uh, Twisted J Live, which takes in the bar, which is the twist, and then also the Twisted J Live, which is the live music venue. So, I don't know, how many is that? That's like four, but there's mega businesses, I mean, little businesses, sub-businesses in each one. Yes. So, it's like seven, yes. right? Or, I don't know, and, and, and she hasn't announced it yet, but they have another big thing coming, and she just told me about today. So, I mean, it just continues to grow this empire that you and Cody are creating, which is really cool, because you're doing this whole legacy for your children and your children's children, which I, I just admire so much. I think that's amazing. So, you know, what kind of things does it take for someone who wants to what kind of advice can you give someone who's who's maybe a young entrepreneur or maybe they're even an older entrepreneur and they're trying to get something going and they don't know what to do like do you have any pointers that could steer some people into getting something going well the first thing that you really have to do is you have to have the right attitude mm, yeah if if you want to start a business and you know you're like well i don't i don't really want to put a thousand dollars out there because what if I lose it? That's not the right attitude. Mm, good. Okay. You have to be almost fearless and maybe just a little bit nuts. Honestly. <laughs> you, you know, and, if, and, and you got to have, you got to have people in your life with the same attitude. Like if you're the most ambitious person in your room, you're in the wrong room. Mm. You need to find a new room. Mm. Okay. Very good. That's really good. And is there anything do you think that, you know, like, like I love what you said about the attitude. That's so cool. Um, do you think there's anything that a person should, absolutely shouldn't try to tackle? Or do you think you should just, you know, it, or like, are you a person that, you know, whatever you can dream, you can build it? Or are you like, okay, you're dreaming too big, so shut up and, and calm it down? I don't think there exists a dream that's too big if you want it bad enough. Yeah. Now, yeah. I would not recommend somebody, you know, saying, you know, someday I'm going to own a whatever, you know, an XYZ manufacturing plant. If you don't live in, the, in a place where that's possible mm -hmm. or, you know, if it's just totally a, a different life from what you're leading and you have no, you've never had any experience with it, that's going to be a hard road. It's going to be harder. So sure. you need to pick something that you're passionate about, that's exciting to you, that you want to learn more about. And then if you can't make it happen by yourself, then you need to you need to get out and find you some people to partner with that can get you started. Okay. That's cool. That's a good idea. What, what did you say is the key to, like, you have all these different things. And, like, I see you. I come in your office, and I see you in here with all this stuff. And yet you never seem really, I mean, some days you're a little stressed, but you really, you manage it pretty good. Like, I think I would probably be bald. And, y'all, I'm in the hair business, so that's not good. Now, I would probably be bald from snatching my hair out because you, you have so many plates that you're spinning. What is your key to keeping all those balls juggling in, in the air? Like, what do you do? One of those... Uh one of those businesses is a bar, so when we sell alcohol oh, there. Oh, so, <laughs> so y'all, she just gets liquored up. We sell, we sell 
self-medicate a lot. Oh, okay. Well, just so y'all know, there has been no liquor involved so far. <laughs> it could change, Today but yeah, yeah, it's early in the afternoon. So, okay. Well, but no, there's a, there's a significant amount of stress and all of this. And my husband is the type that um, he's never happy resting on where we are. He's always looking for the next big thing, the next big thing, and he brings projects home. I'm gonna say about once a month. He he'll go out and say, "Hey, what if we did this?" And sometimes they are like, we're like, no, absolutely not. That's not for us. But I'm going to say probably 80% of the time, you know, there's enough people saying, yeah, that might be good. That will at least start the beginning processes of it. Some of them work out, some of them don't. But. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that kind of makes y'all the perfect combo because I, what I've learned with Cody over the years is he's super creative super go-getter, loves to be the front man, talk to people like you can't outwork the room when Cody's in the in the room with you. He's very much the front end guy. And yeah, he is a visionary. And you are the smart behind the scenes chick that keeps everything sort of in line. And so it kind of makes y'all the perfect combo. It, it does really work does. pretty well because I hate the spotlight. I don't like See, I always thought you liked the spotlight. I hate it. Could because you've been in it I, when you were younger. I, I know, but I'm just not comfortable there. I'm more comfortable behind the scenes and making sure everything's where working how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be working. Hmm. So I'm happy to let him go and take the glory. Like that's, yeah. yeah, you go, you You're do good that with that. Because that's, that's all you. That's, that's pretty amazing because I always thought that the spotlight was kind of where you owned it when you were younger. And yet here you are, you've got this husband who, like you said, is a visionary and really does. He really is the spotlight guy. And uh, you just take the back seat and keep everything running because what, what you're so good at is not his best strength. No, he hates the, the details. Yeah, and that's something that you are really, really strong at. And I've told you, y'all, she's the smart one. <laughs> um, so, okay, well, do you have anything else? Because we're running out of our time. But do you have anything else that you would say in closing that would maybe encourage uh, people who are either building a business or their business is they can't quite figure out how to get together. One thing I will say is you do have good people for you. Yes. You are always finding good people. Yeah. And they don't all work out. You know, if you're, if you're hiring, because I'm going to tell you what, if you, if you own a business and you're having personnel problems, do not make the mistake of thinking you're the only one because everybody has Mm. personnel problems and you go through, it's like, it's like the fairy tales. You go through a lot of frogs. Yeah. But eventually you'll find the prince. You just have to keep trying. Just don't give up. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Keep trying. Don't give up. You could put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. They make t-shirts on (laughs) them. All right. Well, we're about out of time. Luann, thank you so much for being on here today. That was awesome. Um, We're going to have to have you on again one day soon. Maybe we'll talk about one of your businesses specific or something that day. And until next time, y'all, y'all have a great day. And thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.